Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 2080237926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done When you're in need and don't know where to go Pick up the phone and call mom Well, good afternoon and welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux and I am the Mortgage Mom. I am coming to you guys on a Monday rather than a Wednesday this week. And why might I say that? Well, I've just got some personal things going on on Wednesday that won't let me do this with you guys. So I'm doing it today on Monday. This is why it is so important that if you want to be part of the show, you want to follow along, you want to interact, you want to ask your questions, and you want to see me do this live, you have to text the word MOM to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D. And the number four, I make sure that I send out one text message a week. I will not send out more than that, but it invites you to watch the show along with uh, me and interact and, you know, be part of what we're talking about that week. So you will get a link to the YouTube. If you are a subscriber, if you've subscribed to YouTube, you can get in the feed and you can ask your questions, which we will read out loud and we will answer those for you throughout the show. We then take the sound and we send it to radio on the weekend and that way people from their favorite radio station can listen to the show but if you want to be part of it you want to ask questions and you want to get involved you have to do it with us when we're live now most weeks we're live on Wednesday at 1 p.m. and we're streaming via Twitch YouTube Facebook I'm trying to get on TikTok. haven't quite figured it out yet but we will yeah I need to figure out how to get all four of those streaming at the same time but we are out there and we're streaming and you can watch us and you can you can go along with us but if you don't know when we go live then it makes it difficult so one more time if you want to be part of the show which we would love for you to join it does make for some fantastic shows especially when we get those questions from our listeners then text the word mom to 844-935-3634 once again that's 844 844- we lend for you. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. If you guys love the show, please give me a big thumbs up right now, depending on what uh, you guys are watching me on. That would be fantastic. And remember that that is the exact same telephone number. So if you cannot join in live, but you want to ask questions, you can get a phone consultation with me, with Heidi, with Carrie, with Heather, with the Mortgage Mom team. And it's easy to get a phone consultation. It's the same phone number. So give us a call. It's 844 935 3634. So, what are we talking about today, guys? Well, it's a rough market. It's difficult. It's hard. What somebody qualified for a year ago, they don't qualify for that same sales price any longer. Prices haven't caught up. They haven't come down, not nearly enough to try to help the difference with where interest rates are at to where home prices are. So what do I do? Well, I'm the mortgage mom. I've been in this business since 1994, started selling real estate, and then I went over to mortgage in 2002. So it is my job having all of this knowledge and this experience and being through all of these different ups and downs throughout the roller coaster of life to bring you guys some ideas. What can you do to buy a home right now? What are you, what if you want to get into a home, but you can't quite fa- qualify for that price? Maybe you're self-employed and you're not really showing all of your income. Maybe you're a gig worker. Maybe you want to be able to qualify by using some rental income from border income, somebody that you're going to rent a, a bedroom to. But the banks won't do that. They're not going to tell you you'll qualify by using that rental income. It's not allowed. Uh, what if you're a seller right now? now and you want to sell but you're having a hard time getting that home sold you know what are some of the things that you could think about that you could do to try to get your house sold faster well 
I'm digging into my my brain, my my big old, I call it my box, my Rolodex of what are the tips and tricks that we used to do back in the day. So it brings me back to 1994. We had a big giant earthquake where I lived. Uh, property values over the next year plummeted. Homes were upside down. People owed more on the property than what they were worth. They couldn't get out of them. They didn't want to lose them. They didn't want to ruin their credit. And so that brought us to something that was called an AITD. That's an all-inclusive trust deed. And it, it really did help. So this show today, we're going to talk about, number one, what is an AITD? Number two, we're in a different market. We're not in a market where people are upside down in their home and they're doing whatever they can do to possibly get out of it to save their credit and not end up in a foreclosure. But how could that AITD possibly help you in today's market? Let's get smart about things. Let's figure out how to think like the big banks. How can we utilize something that we have to make more money on it? How can we utilize something to help our home sell faster? How can we help a buyer to obtain a property that maybe they'd have a hard time financing today? So that is what today's show is going to be all about. I open this up to anybody at all that has questions that wants to ask ask them. I'm going to read them out loud and I'm going to answer them for you. The more questions that I get, the better this show will be because this is kind of a difficult topic. It's something that we all have to be able to follow along and understand what I'm talking about. And that might take a couple of questions from those of you that are watching the show. So stay tuned. We're going to take a super quick break. And when I get back, I'm going to jump in to what is an AITD. And then we're going to talk about how would I use it in today's market and how could it benefit you, both buyer and seller. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Debbie Marku, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. I don't know if you've heard about it, but rents are skyrocketing. Do you rent right now? Are you a tenant? Well, chances are, if you haven't felt that pinch yet, it's coming. Think about when your contract is up and start thinking about what your landlord might do. You may even want to call your landlord to find out if they plan to increase your rents. It is happening all over the nation, and the last statistics show that we can see a 15% increase from 2021 to 2022. Give us a call. Let's stop the bleeding. Let's get you into a home. Let's lock in a monthly payment that will never change. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D. And the number four, or head on over to our website to mortgagemomradio.com. Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona 0941504, Florida L076508, Georgia 69178, Idaho MLO 2080237926, Illinois 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina I210940, Nevada 57237, Oregon, Tennessee 184373, Texas, Washington MLO 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done When you're in need and don't know where to go Pick up the phone and call mom All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux, and today we are talking AITDs and how can this help you and how would I utilize these in today's market that is a different market than what we were in the last time that these came around and seemed to be a great you know relief to some and we're going to talk about that today because I do think that this is something that could definitely benefit both buyers and sellers and if you have additional questions after the show is over you are more than welcome to pick up the phone give us a call whether you're listening by radio on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, we are answering the calls. If we don't answer, that means we're just on another line. Cr you know, make an appointment for Saturday, for Sunday, same day, make an appointment. The call service is answering if we are not. But again, what are we talking about? AITD. What is an AITD? So an AITD is an all-inclusive trust deed. So what exactly does that mean? So what that means is that a seller is going to sell a property to you 
and they are going to wrap the mortgage that they currently have, the existing mortgage on the property. Uh, they are going to leave it in place and then they are going to deed the property to you as the new owner. So how does this help? Okay, so they have a mortgage right now that's an interest rate of two and a half, three, three and a half, four percent on their mortgage today, right? Okay, you can't get that today. Interest rates right now today are on an average 30 year fixed rate, Fannie Mae, is about seven and a quarter percent. Now, November the 2nd is when we have the next Fed meeting. They're talking about raising those rates again. Although the Federal Reserve's prime rate is not directly connected to mortgage rates, it is correlated. So we are seeing interest rates go up as the prime rate is also increasing their rates. So seven and a quarter could quickly turn into seven and three quarters to 8%. We also know that they don't seem like they are ready to back down. So come six weeks again, later after November the 2nd, we're going to get into January, we're probably going to look at another rate hike. So very, very easily, first quarter of 2023, we could be looking at interest rates that are eight to eight and a half percent. Now, although these sound like crazy interest rates, in reality, they're kind of average interest rates for a mortgage if you look over time over the last 30 years. However, they are very, very high in what we are all used to and with where home values are today. So a seller might be on the market, might be sitting on the market for a little bit longer than what they would have a year or two ago or even three years ago because the buyers are having a harder time swallowing that interest rate, swallowing what that new monthly payment might be. Some of these buyers may not be able to qualify for that same home price that they did a year ago or two years ago. So an all-inclusive trustee would leave the loan in its place where it sits right now today. The seller sells the property to you and you make the payments to the seller and the seller makes the payments to the bank. Now, there's a lot of ways that this could happen to make things um, a little bit easier. There's ways to make it to where there's uh, more security for the seller and those are things that we can talk to you on a on the side and you can call into the office and you can get a consultation with us and we can discuss how you could make this um, you know a little bit more feasible and easier for all parties but at the end of the day all I'm doing today is I'm explaining what an AITD is so if you could walk in and you could buy a property and you could get a lower interest rate than today's market buyer would that make you happy well of course it would makes the home more affordable seller it makes your home uh, probably more favorable, right? People are going to want to go see your home if you're going to offer some seller financing. So seller financing at a lower interest rate than what the Federal Reserve is offering is really enticing. You know, I want to go see that house. I, I want the opportunity to maybe not have to qualify for that mortgage. The seller's going to finance me. So it, it really gives you a lot of different opportunities to sell your home. Now, I talked about how is this different than previous markets? So again, we go back to when did we used to use this the most, right? Well, we'd use it in 95, 96, property values dropped quite a bit, properties were upside down, seller needed to get out of the home, they couldn't either afford payments or they were being relocated for their job and they couldn't sell. And so what they did is they did this AITD and a buyer that couldn't possibly maybe qualify for financing could walk right in and they could offer the seller money so they were going to put a down payment down, say, hey, Mr. Seller, uh, here's, you know, $20,000. You're going to I'm showing you my good faith that I'm not going to, you know, move into your house and not make your payment. Um, and I'm going to take over your mortgage payments. And I gain homeownership by doing it this way. So I get it. The house is upside down and, you know, I'm going to owe a little bit more on it than what it's worth today. But I know that the real estate market goes up and down. And this is my opportunity to become a homeowner because I can't do it any other way. So in that market, that made sense. Now in today's market, that doesn't really necessarily make sense. So how does it benefit a seller today to possibly do an AITD? So I kind of started thinking about my own personal situation, right? And, and this is, you know, bringing me down to the level of um, being 
a human, right? I'm not just a person that you're listening to on the radio. I'm not just a person that you guys are tuning into, you know, on YouTube and watching a show. And and I don't just have more money than God. And, you know, it's just flowing in. I'm not getting, you know, a million dollars a year from YouTube because I've got, you know, five million people watching the show. That That's not me. I'm a normal human being. I'm out here. I'm doing mortgage for a living. I'm giving you guys education and information. And I'm bringing you a show. And I'm hoping that I get phone calls. And I'm hoping that those calls turn into mortgages. So I'm in the same situation as everybody else. Mortgages are at a 30-year low as far as loan applications. We don't have people that are refinancing right now just to drop their interest rate to get a better payment. We don't have a lot of people right now that are doing mortgages to pull cash out because the interest rates are really high and you know they don't want to disrupt the interest rate that they have on their first mortgage. So mortgage applications that are an all-time low. So what does that do to me? Well, that makes things tight, right? For me and my staff, it's tight. Things are tight right now. So I start thinking in my entrepreneurial way, uh, you know, the way that I do and, you know, what what can I do, me personally, uh, where I can learn to make money on my money or how can I make money or there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a smarter way, right, to do this. And so then I start thinking about my own house. Okay, well, you know, I've got a ton of equity and if I sold my house today, I could get the cash out of my house and I could go buy something and I could pay cash and, you know, with my equity and uh, I that way I could live without a mortgage and then I just kind of hold tight during this cycle where things are slow for me and my business and, you know, and then when things pick up again and then, uh, you know, yeah, I could do that, but is that is that really the best way? I mean, I'm sitting on an interest rate of two and a half percent right now for me, for my mortgage. Does that make sense? So then I started kind of again going back into the Debbie archives of, you know, what did we do 20 years ago, maybe 25 years ago now? And um, I started thinking, well, I have an interest rate of two and a half percent. I guarantee that there is somebody that would want to buy my house that has money saved, who's self-employed, that maybe can't qualify for a loan, but they do have money and they can make a payment. Okay, so that person tries to go out and get a mortgage and they're going to get a non-qualified mortgage or they're going to get a hard money or a subprime and they're looking at interest rates in today's world of 9 10%. Well, what if I could offer that person 6%? So now... That person gets a loan they don't have to qualify for. They get an interest rate far below the market, even better than a full income doc qualifying loan. I'm making money because I've got a mortgage at 2.5%, and now they're going to pay me 6%, and they're going to come in and they're going to cash me out of the equity in my house because they're going to buy my house. They're going to be the owner of my house. So these are things that we all need to start thinking about and that nobody is talking about because, quite honestly, there aren't a lot of people that have been in the business for as long as I have. You know, I've been through the ups and downs of this business, and I've seen it all, and I've done what I had to do, and I started in real estate, and I was in real estate when we had a crash, and then I went into mortgage and then I was in mortgage when we went through a crash. And so now I've got that, how are we all going to make it by? Now buyers, doesn't that sound good to you? You don't have to qualify, lower interest rate than the market. You do have to have a down payment, but I guarantee you that if you're a person that can afford the payment and you've been thinking you're gonna go and you're gonna get one of those subprime or hard money or you know non-qualified mortgages, you've probably got the cash that you need for that down payment to make that seller feel good. So I just wanted to talk today about some ideas. I want you guys to think outside of the box. I want to bring you you know, things that might benefit you. And if you've thought about selling your home and you want to know more about how could this AITD help me, what do, what is what does my situation look like? What is my home worth today? How much equity do I have? Uh, what would that mean as far as how much money would I get if I were to carry the financing for the buyer? Uh, those are all numbers that we can run for you. So what you got to do is you got to give us a call. It's 844 844- 935-3634. I want to remind you guys that this is all interactive. I do see that I had um, uh, somebody jump on uh, with a question, so I'm going to read that right now. It looks like this comes from Esvide. I hope that I said that right. She says, do you still need to have a W-2 job to be able to qualify as a first-time buyer, or should you have a W-2 or 1099? So that's actually a great question. So if you're a first-time buyer and if your question is geared towards not what we're talking about today, um, but more first-time buyer loans, which would be considered more uh, low down payment 
repayment loans, 3% down, down payment assistance, zero down, then yes, you're going to need to be able to qualify full income doc. You're going to have to show us if you're self-employed, we would see your tax returns. And if you are employed, then we would see your W-2s and your pay stubs. So if that is what you are insinuating, if your question is different than that, go ahead and put the question into the feed. And I would be more than happy uh, to read it again and then get more detailed in my answer. But if you are trying to lean towards, do I need more money down? Uh, I'm sorry, if you're leaning towards a lower down payment kind of loan, then yes, you would have to be able to show your income documentation. So uh, with that, I want to remind everybody this is interactive. Please put your questions into the feed. Ask away. Let me know what you're thinking. I'm going to read them out loud for you. And we're going to take a super quick break and we're going to keep going when we get back. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. Here we go. Home buyer education. You guys are looking at the very first screen that is in my PowerPoint presented by Mortgage Mom Radio. You've got my name. You've got my licensing. That's all very important because it is important to know that the person that you are working with is a licensed agent or a licensed loan officer in your area where you're looking. That is very, very important. I do recommend that you have somebody with state licensing for your state. So for example, I personally have 13 state licenses. I'm working on three more, so I should have about 16 state licenses by the end of this year. And many loan officers will only have one license for the state in which they work and they live. So you do wanna make sure that you are working with somebody who is licensed in your state. It is very important. Every state is a little bit different. The rules, everything that goes along with the financing can be slightly different from county to state to city. So that is very important. Now, the cool thing about Mortgage Mom Radio, since we are licensed or I am licensed in so many states, we can actually work with you no matter, not no matter what, but for a good amount of the nation, a good amount of the country, we can work with you. So we have many, uh, many clients who have called us and said, try to figure out where I want to go. I might want to be in Texas. I might want to be in Florida. Um, we can help him in both of those journeys, Tennessee, Georgia. If you guys want to have a list of every state that we can help you in, please feel free to reach out. I'd be more than happy to give that to you. Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 09 941504, Florida L076508, Georgia 69178, Idaho MLO 20802372926, Illinois 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina I210940, Nevada 57237, Oregon, Tennessee 184373, Texas, Washington MLO 237926. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux, and I am the Mortgage Mom. And today we are talking about what are some options that nobody's talking to you about? Um, why aren't they talking to you about it? So why have you never heard of this AITD thing? Why have you never... Uh, you know, had a, a real estate agent ask you about it, or why haven't uh, your how, why hasn't your lender uh, brought it up to your attention? So one of the things about these is that number one, again, it's not something that is an a normal uh, market. Okay, so somebody that uh, is going to benefit from this on both a buyer and a seller. So a buyer doesn't really benefit from an all-inclusive trustee, if they can just go and buy the house like normal and have a down payment like they'd have to give to you, and they can get their own financing for a really great interest rate, a really low interest rate. Most of the time, seller financing or seller carried financing is typically higher interest rate than what you could get from the banks in a normal market. Because if a seller is going to say, hey, I will lend to you the money to buy my house, uh, you don't have to qualify to get that loan, but I'm going to charge you, you know, extra because they they want to be able to make money on, you know, their investment. They're not cashing out when they sell. They're not walking away with the, you know, the, the cash in pocket. So for them, that's typically going to be a higher interest rate than if you're just a buyer and you can come up with 5% down and you can go get a loan from the bank and interest rates are low and interest rates are great. Uh, this is not something that is a normal market situation. This is something that they only, this only comes around markets where 
where these make sense only come around sporadically. Well, in this market, it makes sense. If you can make money on your money and you can provide the buyer with something that would be of a lower interest rate than what they could get from a bank. So we are coming into a market right now where these will be amazing. And the reason you're not hearing about them is because unless they've been in the business for as long as I have, uh, they don't know about them. They don't even think about it to even talk to you about the possibility of this being an option that you might be able to uh, market for your home as if you're selling it or if they're talking to to you as a buyer and saying, I'm really sorry, we can't get you qualified, you know, for what it is that you're looking for. Uh, they don't even know to be looking in the MLS for homes that might be marketed for seller carry finance options. So it's not something uh, that has been predominant up until today. Um, so I had a question that came up from Fluffy. She says, you mentioned 6%. Who determines the rate? Okay, great question. So that was just a uh, for an example that I was providing. But the seller, the person selling the home is going to come up with the interest rate that they want to collect to do the seller carry financing. So they're going to decide 6% or 65 or 5% or 7%. And that will be somewhat of a negotiation between a seller and a buyer what that number is that they choose to specify on that contract. So uh, it is not um, determined by the buyer. It is determined by the seller. The buyer could try to negotiate with the seller, but in this situation, if the buyer doesn't have to qualify and they're getting a lower interest rate than market, they should probably just take it in all reality. I hope that answered that question. Um, Heidi asks, what are the risks of carrying the loan for a buyer as a seller? So that's a great question. So with an all-inclusive trust deed, the person that is buying the home is, the, is an owner of the home. However, there are going to be paperwork and documents that are completed between buyer and seller. And in that paperwork, it is going to read very similar to a mortgage in such that if a buyer does default, does not make the payment that the seller is going and has the right to foreclose and take the property back. So the seller does have the right to take the property back in case, in the such case that the buyer does not make a payment. So that was a great question, Heidi, and it does protect the seller in that way. Um, when I think about this, I think, okay, so I could get uh, somebody to give me a down payment. I can carry the note. They make me the payment. I make money on the note. They don't make the payment. I foreclose. I keep their cash and I take the property back. So, uh, you know, there, there are obviously risks. You've got a, a risk of the fact that the buyer may not make payments for quite some time. You have to go through the eviction process and you have to go through the foreclosure process or cash for keys or whatever that might be that you determine is the best at the time to work with that buyer to get them out of the home. But at the end of the day, you would have the ability to take that property back. Uh, Carrie asks, do you need a realtor involved in this type of a transaction? And absolutely, yes, you do. Um, now you do and you don't, okay? So there are a lot of people that feel comfortable doing a for sale by owner. And if you are that person, then more power to you. But I would highly suggest having a realtor involved. There will be an escrow company involved. Everything will work forward and will move forward no differently than a normal transaction. And again, to get into more specifics and details, anybody that is listening to this episode is more than welcome to reach out and give us a call and talk to us about the ins and outs of an all-inclusive trustee. We'd be more than happy to give you that information. Uh, we can help you to find the sites where you can read up on them. And then obviously you do want to pull your paperwork on your mortgage and take a look and see what that looks like as well to make sure you are fully educated before you make the decision that this is a direction that you might want to go when selling your home. Now, one of the things that I do, I would highly, highly suggest is that there are servicing companies out 
there that will service a transaction such as this, where they would collect the payments from a buyer and then they would distribute the funds to your mortgage or and then to you for whatever the difference is over and beyond. I would highly suggest looking into that. Again, we can help you to coordinate those things. Um, but you want to make sure that, you know, every single payment is being made on time. One of the risks with an AITD that you, the seller, need to be aware of that you can run into is your note being called due. In most trustees, in most of the notes that you guys sign when you're doing all of your paperwork with the bank, is that they do not want the title of the property to change hands. So sometimes these uh, AITDs are written in such a way that everything is completed. It is written, all documents are signed by buyer and by seller, but they are not actually recorded until the buyer at such time is ready to do a refinance. Many times the seller will give that buyer a three to five year period of time that they have to get their own financing in order to get all of this taken care of and done away with. There are other times that all of it is recorded and your name is on title as the buyer of the home. But many times in that paperwork in your mortgage, it does state that if the title of the property changes hands, that the lender, so your bank, has the right to call your note due. So why would we even talk about this being an opportunity or an option for you to consider? Well, think about all of the people that are out there that take their property and they buy the home and it's in their name and the title is in their name and then they move the title over to their LLC. They transfer it for reasons for their business or because it's an investment or that's the way that they just want the title to be held. The lender technically has the right to call that note due even when you do do that. Typically, the lender won't usually call it due unless something is going to tip them off to the fact that title has changed hands. So usually that occurs when a monthly payment is missed, the mortgage goes late, the lender starts to dig, realizes that title has changed hands, and they are going to call the note due. So again, I am a very straight shooter here, and I wanna make sure that you guys are hearing all of the ins and outs, the upsides and the downsides, but it is my job to bring to you ideas and options and things that are out there that are available for you to do in this market in order to sell your home or be able to buy a home while interest rates are maybe at a point that it's making it more difficult for you to secure a property or seller maybe keeping you on the market longer than what you want to be. Or maybe instead of having to do a price reduction, you might be able to help out another buyer and get them into a home that they couldn't have necessarily been able to buy in any other way. So um, Carrie, thank you for asking that question because that did bring me down the road of making sure that I am explaining all aspects of what this is, how it works, what are some of the concerns, and what are you know the, the upsides to it. So uh, with that, again, anybody that has questions about it, you want to get a little bit more detail, you want to know what it might be like, what it might look like, uh, just give us a call, talk to us, we can talk to you all about it, we can talk to you about your house, we can get you moved over to a real estate agent who understands how these work, you do, it is very specific paperwork that has to be filled out. So again, when Carrie asked, do you need to use a real estate agent for this kind of a transaction? Although no, you don't necessarily need to. I would highly suggest that you do to make sure that everything is done to a T exactly, correctly, and accurately. Um, one more question is Carrie says, what happens if a seller does this and their mortgage company calls the loan due? So actually that was, I got into that before she even asked the question. Um, so I've already answered that question for you, Carrie, and thank you for asking asking it, that's a great question. Um, but again, this is looking at how can you guys take advantage of a situation? I'm looking at, you know, how could I make money on my money? How can I help another buyer buy my home? How can I get somebody who couldn't have necessarily found home ownership before into a property? And how does that benefit all parties on all sides of the transaction? So um, this is just something, again, people don't talk about, they don't even know it exists, they don't even know to talk to you about, it. So feel free to call our office if you would like to know more, if you'd like to get more details on it, and we can help you uh, to do that. So it's 844-935-3634. That's 844 
we lend for you. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to get into assumables. So is your loan assumable? Buyer, can you assume the seller's current loan? And exactly how does that work? So again, it's my job to bring you guys things to think about to get you through uh, probably the next 12 to 18 months of a very crazy market. Hold on tight. We'll be right back. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. All right, so how do you guys contact us? And this is really important because once we're done with this uh, presentation today, you may decide that it now's the time. You wanna get things started, you wanna ask us questions. Let me just tell you that anywhere at all that you look for Mortgage Mom Radio, you can find us. Everything is Mortgage Mom Radio. Don't forget the radio because there are a ton of people that try to call themselves Mortgage Mom, um, but Mortgage Mom Radio, you will find us. The website is MortgageMomRadio.com. On Instagram, we are Mortgage Mom Radio. You know, you can see it all here. It's on this screen. Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona 0941504, Florida L076508, Georgia 69178, Idaho ML02083726, Illinois 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina I210940, Nevada 57237, Oregon, Tennessee 184373, Texas, Washington ML023726. All right. So welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom. And today we are talking about getting outside the box and thinking about how we might be able to sell your house, how you might be able to buy a property uh, right now while things are a little bit more difficult out there with the interest rates and things slowing down. So right before break, I said we're going to talk about assumables. Now, this is another thing that a lot of people haven't heard in a very, very long time. It hasn't been marketed by a real estate agent. Seller's loan is assumable. Uh, it hasn't been really a discussion because interest rates have been so low that most buyers have come in and just bought the property and obtained financing and moved on their merry way and got probably a lower interest rate than what the seller had, you know, before they sold the property. So in today's market, though, most the majority of the owners of homes today have lower interest rates than what is available at current market if you were to secure your own financing. So let's talk about also the options of assumables and how that might help. So um, any loan at all that is a VA, a govy loan, VAs and FHAs are assumable. So you can assume a loan uh, if the seller has a government loan. Now, if the seller has a VA loan, a lot of times sellers aren't necessarily wanting to allow you to assume their current loan because they will lose their eligibility until you have refinanced the loan out, you know, completely. So if you take over their loan and it does make you qualify, so you would have to actually call the, the seller's bank, apply for the loan with them to assume the current loan that they have in place. So they will have to qualify you to take over the mortgage completely. It will go on your credit report. You will make the payments to the bank directly. It is now your loan. But if you are a vet or you are active military either way and you are doing a VA loan, then you you will lose the eligibility until that buyer does in the future do a refinance. Now, if you can have a of somebody else with VA eligibility, so another vet or um, somebody that is active in service that has eligibility, if they they can assume your loan and they can even take uh, your eligibility on as their own, which would relieve you and gives them your current interest rate that they had. So, um, or gives you their current interest rate that they have on their notes. So that is actually something that's really cool. And if you're a real estate agent and you know that you have somebody that has a VA loan or an FHA loan, uh, you should be talking about the, um, the benefit of a buyer coming in and assuming the seller's current finances. 
financing. Now with an FHA, it's the same idea. You can usually only have one FHA loan outstanding at any given time. So if you are a seller and the house, the, the loan that you have is an FHA loan and you're thinking you wanna go buy another property down the road and use FHA again, by allowing that buyer to assume your FHA, uh, you would not be able to go get another FHA in most cases. So that could be something that might hold you up. But FHAs are great, 3.5% down. There's conventional loans, 5% down. So for an FHA, uh, somebody to take over an FHA loan, that's not nearly as um, concerning as someone with a VA loan possibly losing their eligibility. But seller, if you have a great interest rate and your house is sitting on the market and you're having a hard time getting a buyer to come in and buy it, you know, it, it might be a really great tool for you to be able to offer and to advertise that somebody could come in and assume the interest rate that you have on your current your your current mortgage uh, to help them to get into your loan. So keep that in mind. Um, that is something that is very doable. Now, FHA loans, what kind or I'm sorry, uh, can conventional loans, what kind of conventional loans are assumable? And let's get into that here right now. Uh, Mikey, can you please clear that? It's really distracting. Thank you. Um, so one of the things uh, that an assumable loan when it is a conventional loan is typically an adjustable. Now, if you set yourself up with a five-year, seven-year, 10-year arm, so it's fixed for the first five years, seven years, 10 years of the note, it is not assumable until it actually gets to the point of adjustment. So when it turns into its adjustable period is when your note is assumable and can be assumed. So again, this is completely separate. This is completely different than what we were talking about at the first part of the hour. We're talking about your current mortgage that you have in place at a super low interest rate and being able to offer to a new buyer to come Come in, contact your bank, uh, um, do a loan application, get approved, and take over the financing with the bank that you had already secured. So what kinds of loans are assumable? Govy loans, FHA and VA, and adjustable loans, and they have to be out of their fixed rate term. So if you had a five-year adjustable and you are coming up, you're at year four, you know that year five, that it is going to go adjustable at that point in time, then you would be able to have somebody come in and assume your loan at the point that you have adjusted for the very last period. Um, but that can very well be at a much lower starting rate than what a current interest rate might be. So again, that might be something that is, um, you know, positive for the buyer to look into and gives you seller a little bit more um, favorability over your neighbor's house that's on the market that it couldn't be assumable. Um, I did have uh, Espo Len Locos get on and says, hello, gorgeous, enjoying the show. Thank you so much. Appreciate that very much. Again, you guys, this is interactive. You are more than welcome to ask your questions and I'm more than happy to read them out loud and answer them for you. Today, we're talking about just ideas, things that throwing around, things you're not hearing people talk about. It's been years and years and years since the last time that I've heard uh, or seen a real estate agent put in the MLS comments that a home was assumable, that a seller was was willing to consider an AITD with the right buyer. Um, it's been a very long time since these things have come up. And why has that been? Well, we just haven't been in a market for them. But we are very rapidly coming into that market. And it is very important to understand what those options are. How do they work? And is it something that might be beneficial to you? And buyers, I've got to tell you guys, I am starting to see in the MLS comments a little bit more often, not here on the West Coast, but on more of the East Coast, I'm actually starting to see a lot of seller carry offer uh, being part of the comments of the MLS or getting on Redfin and reading about the homes. I'm starting to see a lot more often seller carry coming up as an option. And, you know, we usually see things start in one section and start to move across the nation. And um, I do think that we're going to start to see that here 
more on the West Coast a lot more frequently here coming up probably within the next couple of months. So again, if you guys do want to understand any of this in more detail, all you have to do is give us a call. If we don't answer, set an appointment. We will call you back. We are here to help you, to give you the education and the information that you need. Like I've said multiple times over and over again, this show is not about uh, me always getting the loan. It's not about me always um, trying to do the lending. It's about me helping you educate you, give you information, give you ideas, and help you also navigate the real estate mortgage process and uh, try to you know get your families moving forward in the right direction. So we are here to help you no matter what that might be, even if it might not necessarily turn into a new mortgage for me or my office. So remember, if you guys assume somebody's loan, buyers, if you guys assume somebody's loan, Mortgage Mom Radio is not in part of that. If you guys do an AITD, Mortgage Moms Radio is not part of that. Um, so this show is truly about trying to get education and information out there, explain to you guys what some other options might be. And we are here to help you in any way that we can and provide you with information to help you get sent in the right direction if one of these options might be something that you feel would be beneficial or positive for you. So again, how do you guys get a hold of us? It's 844 844- 935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. You want to ask us questions? Same exact telephone number. Give us a call. It's 844-935-3634. You guys like, like podcast? We got a podcast going. You guys like um, to go to website rather than give us a call? It's mortgagemomradio.com. Everybody stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Debbie Marku, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. Well, what are we doing? What is Mortgage Mom Radio doing for you? We are bringing you guys the truth. Nothing but the truth. Every single Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time, we go live on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. We're working on TikTok, and we hope to get that rolling very soon as well. So make sure that you do follow us, subscribe, turn on notification bells, whatever that platform is that you like, so that you can get engaged in the conversation. You can watch the show, you can ask your questions, and you can get your answers truthfully answered. So what are people asking me? What are some of the things that might interest you that you'd want to be part and interactive part of this show? Well, people are asking, what do you think about equity lines? What do you think about reverse mortgages? Should I be buying right now? Should I be waiting? Uh, Is it, you know, is now a good time to buy? Um, I'm renting and my landlord just told me that I need to move in six months. Should I be signing a new lease? Should I be going to another rental? Can I buy? These are all the really hard questions, especially in today's economy that people are asking and I'm bringing you the truth and nothing but the truth. So make sure that you guys do follow along. You get part of the show. And you get interactive to get your questions answered. If you want to give us a call, you want to talk to us right here at the office, it's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. We'll talk to you all real soon. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux and I am the Mortgage Mom. And today I'm not talking about buying a house and getting a mortgage. I'm not talking about um, selling a house and giving buyer credits, right? Today we're just kind of thinking outside the box. What would I do in today's market if I was thinking about selling, if I was thinking about moving, if I was thinking about buying and trying to come up with some ideas for you sellers to possibly make your home more favorable on the market than someone else's and then your neighbor and buyers if I were in your shoes right now and I was looking at, you know, seven and a quarter, seven and a half percent interest rates, possibly if you guys are still sitting around waiting and on the fence uh, next year, early next year, you guys are probably, if I had a crystal ball, going to say you're looking at eight percent. So, you know, if you're thinking, is there any way around these rates? What can I do to buy a home without having to get into these interest rates. Uh, What if I am self-employed and I can't show my income and I was thinking about getting a hard money loan or a non-qualified mortgage and, you know, I'm going stated income and I'm going to have an interest rate, you know, of, you know, nine or 10%, you know, is there anything that I can do to get around that? I'm a seller. I'm thinking I'd really love to sell, you know, but I've got this really low interest rate. I don't know if I want to do that. I mean, I could do so much with it. So just giving you guys some things to think about, 
some ideas, things to hash out, talk to your real estate agent about, give us a call, more than happy to take you through it. Check it out. See if your loan is assumable. Is your loan assumable? Can you let a buyer walk in and assume that loan balance? I mean, if you've got a VA loan, you're definitely assumable. If you have an FHA loan, you are definitely assumable. Real estate agents, if you haven't been asking your sellers those questions, start asking. Most people, I would say about 90%, 95% of the loans that we've written from 2017, maybe even 2016, but probably 2017 to today have been 30-year fixed rate mortgages. And most conventional 30-year fixed rate mortgages will not be assumable. However, if you were one of those people that did write an adjustable rate loan, you wrote an adjustable mortgage for your financing, call your lender and find out. Maybe your loan is assumable. Maybe you can offer that to your buyer to actually assume your loan right directly from your bank. So some ideas, just wanted to get them out there. These are things that, again, we're here to help you guys in any way that we can. We're here to bring you guys education and information, and we want you guys to reach out to us first. If you have questions, you're thinking about doing something, you're thinking about buying, you're thinking about selling, you're thinking about refinancing, pulling equity out of your home, whatever it is that you might be considering doing, we want you guys to think of us, Mortgage Mom Radio, call us first. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Last but not least, and I'm going to shut down the show. I want to remind everybody, if you guys want to get interactive, you want to be part of the conversation, you have got to know when we go live. And it is typically Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, but sometimes like this week, I had to jump on and do it on a Monday. We all have personal lives and we all have things come up and, you know. So if you had actually uh, subscribed and opted yourself in, you would have gotten a text message today to join and jump in, in on the conversation. So how do you do that? Well, you text the word mom to 844 844- 935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Same phone number that you call my office is the same phone number that you text mom to get yourself opted in. I hope you guys all have the a, a fantastic rest of your week. If you're listening by radio this weekend, I hope you have an amazing rest of your weekend. And again, if you guys have any questions whatsoever about what we talked about in today's show, dial the office, give us a call, get on the phone with anybody from my team and we can help you. I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I'll see you guys next time. Debbie Marcou is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona 0941504, Florida L076508, Georgia 69178, Idaho MLO 2080237926, Illinois 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina I210940, Nevada 57237, Oregon, Tennessee 184373, Texas, Washington MLO 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done When you're in need and don't know where to go Pick up the phone and call mom 